Hello and welcome to World Travel Essential, produced by Allmont Global and brought to you in association with Forbes Travel Guide and ShareCare. I'm Richard Barnes. This week we go to Prague, where at the Luxury Block Show we learned about some very interesting new trends in outbound travel from Eastern Europe. And luxury travel guru Mary Gostolo takes us to a very special property in Dorset. But now to the essentials. Well, one of the highlights of this year, of course, uh, and particularly for anybody in the eastern countries, is Luxury Block, which has now taken place. We've been talking about that uh, over the last couple of months. And what an, an exceptional thing this is, because actually having face-to-face -face meetings has been so important. And we were very, very lucky to be there. On the line, Gabriela Markova, who's the organizer of Luxury Block. Uh, hello and welcome back to the show. Hello, Richard. Thank you for having me. Now, a very interesting uh, point, and particularly during the uh, the opening uh, ceremony of Luxury Block this year, was the uh, survey that you put together with uh, a number of the uh, participants of Luxury Block, the travel advisors who, who are coming to this event. And you've been looking at uh, just what destinations are trending now compared to before. Tell me a little bit about this survey. Yes, Richard. So we always do a survey when inviting to buyers because this is how we select and handpick agents with most potential for our suppliers. And we were really interested to learn about how the top destinations um, and the trends and the tendencies in travel changed over the past 18 months or nearly two years. And um, it was interesting to see that some destinations remain in the top five, but some completely changed. And while a lot of changes were due to many countries remaining closed um, when it comes you know, to border opening, um, it was also a shift in trends and in new ways of travel. So when we ask our buyers about the top destinations before, so 219 and before, and then um, new five destinations, the top five destinations now, we see that Maldives remains and has always been and will probably remain number one destination always. And I dare to say not only for Eastern Europe, but for Europe in general. So Maldives, it's very easy now to access, you know, all the flight company, all the airlines and all the flights that are either connecting or you have charters for the season. So it's very easily accessible. Also, the restrictions are easing up more and more. So uh, Maldives is definitely number one for us. And while before it was... Um, of course, Indian Ocean, Seychelles, Mauritius, but also Southeast Asia, um, the Caribbean and Mexico, and of course, US, because for US, you know, everyone goes, be it shopping, be it uh, incentive, be it uh, high-end leisure and some adventurous trips. So US is um, and always has been in the top five markets. So what changed now also due to the uh, closure of the borders is that Maldives remains number one destination, but we see more uh, interest in Costa Rica and Dominican Republic um, because these were one of very few countries in Americas in general open to tourists from Europe. We see much increased interest in Southern Europe. So people rediscovered the charming um, nature of Croatia, Italy, Spain, Portugal and the respective islands. And we also see Africa 
uh, interest uh, increasing in popularity. So a lot of experiential travel, which has been, you know, a phrase for the past few years, but I feel that right now, or maybe only now, people really understood the significance of it. Absolutely. Now, as you said, Costa Rica trending very strongly and, and yes, perhaps because of the uh, entry regulations. But this is going to no doubt create a bit of a trend in coming years because people who uh, are becoming interested in, in, this, uh, in this area are going to be really uh, perhaps wanting to go back. And also the travel advisors recommending this to people will be much more au fait about the, the types of places to visit. Um, now, what kind of... Um, kinds of travel are we seeing trending so the travel the nature of travel didn't change much beach vacation remains number one and i feel that now more than ever we need just a week you know with a book at the pool on the beach and just to relax because i think that everyone somehow needs to be uplifted and inspired after the past 18 months either in lockdown or in home office but we also see which is number two is the like i already mentioned experiential travel so while southeast asia and latin america still remains closed we see a lot of interest in Africa and just exploring new destinations. We also see the shift in, um, in the definition of luxury for our clients. So while before, you know, it was this tangible goods and luxury, now I feel that people understood that the true luxury is time, the true luxury is creating memories, um, having experiences and just really, you know, getting the value for their time. So, and the third number three is cruises. So even though now people are still hesitant on going on a cruise because they feel unsure about being closed on, on, on a ship, um, we see more interest in demands and uh, not only like, you know, big uh, ocean cruises, but also river cruises that are coming back. And when it comes to shifts of trends, um, well, we see less travel, but of much higher quality. So everything private from private jets, which I feel that private jet companies are one of the few companies who have been thriving in the past 18 months. Uh, we see private villas, private chalet, private guides, private everything. Basically anything you have that is private that you have to offer will definitely get some interest for you. So um, yeah, higher quality of travel, more of you know the quality of accommodation and really a big um demand for everything private. But other point is family and multi-generational travel. And we see the response already with the suppliers because you see a lot of resorts, but also chalet and villas, um, hotels doing renovations, adding or connecting rooms to create multi-bedroom uh, suites or properties or even villas, you know, talking about Maldives, you have so many properties now doing three bedroom, four bedroom, not only residences on the beach, but also over water. So it's definitely gaining on more popularity. And the last one, but definitely not least one, is the mindful and well-being travel. So maybe even more now, after the past um, two years, you know, where people really need to... Uh, get motivated and inspired and just really getting out there and maybe get used to a new work-life balance and maybe learn how to get a healthier um, and balanced lifestyle. So we see also 
a higher demand in everything that is well-being. So given, again, that Southeast Asia still remains closed, you know, people are looking for alternatives and Maldives um, is a destination that they look to. And Maldives is also a destination that has much more to offer right now um, for this trend. Indeed, talking about the Maldives. Now, another interesting uh, thing that I saw at the luxury block, and I thought it was quite an amazing tour. We will be talking about this, by the way, in coming weeks, is a a special tour that's being put together by Hummingbird Travel, who were present uh, at uh, your event. It's a cultural tour of the Maldives. Now, this is something that I think is, is, is very smart and very interesting because people don't necessarily think of the Maldives as that kind of destination where you do a tour of several islands and several cultural sort of um, uh, highlights. This, this to me, was a, a particularly interesting one. So, you know, yes, you are right. People don't look at it because mostly if you, especially if you stay at, you know, luxury and ultra luxury resorts, the seaplane uh, cost is higher than if you fly from Europe to Americas. You know, so uh, yes, people didn't really think before about touring different islands because the transfer cost is really expensive. But on the other hand, I'm if there are, and we have seen some packages of islands that are in the same atoll that you can go by speedboat, that maybe they, you know, do a package in between uh, in between them or sister properties, then people are interested in changing islands because being stuck in a way on an island, you know, you can do, of course, you have plenty of activities that you can do, but it's always nicer to explore more. Once you are in Maldives, why not explore two, three resorts, right? Especially if you go for two weeks, which is another trend that we see. People are just going on a much longer vacation right now. Yes, and and you were just talking also just previously about wellness travel. Another trend that I think we're seeing is um, wellness, yes, but really specific to the area. So so we're not going to see a Swedish spa somewhere in Africa so much, but, um, you know, people are really looking for authentic experiences, you know, local mud treatments and and that kind of thing, and and learning how local people, the local tribes in certain areas, also in Southeast Asia and and, uh, Southern America, I think this kind of trend is really interesting and also fits in with that trend of experiential travel. I think everyone is awaiting the opening 15th of November of Joali being. I mean, this is really a game-changing concept of a property. And I dare to say not only for Maldives, but in general globally, because you have a lot of um, medical clinics, especially in Europe. So you have a lot of well-being retreats in Southeast Asia, but combining these two and on such a high level where you offer such a quality of facilities and service, I think this is really one of a kind. So surely well-being will be, you know, uh, this game-changing resort opening in Maldives and offering um, guidance to clients who are interested in well-being, in improving their um, work-life balance, to learning about themselves, discovering new um, new techniques of well-being, maybe just a healthier lifestyle and how to continue to do it after they stay as well. So it's not only just a one-off, you know, two weeks vacation and then you go back to your habits. No, no, no. You actually learn you are part of a community once you go there. And um, this is really, I think, a trend that is coming in 
in the future for everyone to somehow be more involved, to take care of yourself and to be involved in um, everything that is healthy and energizing and uplifting and basically just happy, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. People want to be happy today. Now, um, a, a, another trend, uh, I think, uh, particular in particular is Africa. Uh, we've seen some really interesting new products uh, coming out of Africa. In particular, we, I, I, I was very impressed with the Tulia Resort and Spa from Zanzibar. We'll be uh, talking to uh, Lucas from the Tulia Resort and Spa in the next week or so. Um, this kind of uh, concept as well is not your typical uh, local resort and spa, as, as are, is, of course, the White Sands Villas um, also in Zanzibar. That we're seeing some really different kinds of um, properties stepping out at the moment. You know, it's hard for me to say because I'm ashamed to say I have never been to Zanzibar. But with Lucas, I have been working. He was one of the first clients to sign up for Luxury Blog 2020 when we just launched this uh, trade show. And he came back because he said, like, the response and the feedback and, you know, the amount of bookings that they had to Zanzibar just from this region was really overwhelming. And we see interest also in the German-speaking market. We see interest in the in the southern, southern European market. So Zanzibar... And I think it's because it's such an easy combination with safari in Tanzania, you know, gained on uh, yeah popularity again on the market because uh, also during COVID, it was easier. It was like one country, right? So you didn't have to do additional tests or PCRs or anything. So that was definitely helpful during the past 18 months. But um, Zulia as such, um, yeah, the concept is very unique. It's all inclusive, but on super high-end basis, they have the earth-to-table concept. So, you know, again, the healthier lifestyle here is showing a little bit. And uh, it's small, it's niche, you know, it's few villas. And this is what people look for. Like I said, it's a sort of a private and the private uh, sector is gaining on interest. So people are interested in these unique experiences. As uh, we spoke previously, also talking about unique experiences, Quark Expeditions, uh, they were present and we already spoke about some of the amazing opportunities that are being offered there. Time and Tide South Africa, again, putting together some beautiful tours and getting some great new property ideas together. Um, so, so there's a lot happening. And uh, not to forget as well, Enziza Hospitality, who I spoke to, and they, they are putting together some absolutely fabulous, real, you know, experiential tours as well. So Nziza is completely other, you know, part of Africa because the gorilla striking is something that you will not find, you know, anywhere else. Um, like you mentioned already before, the combination beach and safari. So Tanzania, Zanzibar, which was easy. People also can combine Kenya because this is the first destination you go when you go to Africa is Kenya and Tanzania. Then for the returners to Africa, they explore more Botswana, Zambia. If you are looking for a combination to match the level of safari, you know, the quality of the product in safari and the beach, then I would definitely go for Tamantite and Niavana because Niavana is the private island um, at the coast of Madagascar, but still Indian Ocean sort of. And uh, the combination with the luxury camps in Zambia is, um, you know, unmatched in this part of the world. Fabulous. There's the, so, so a lot of really interesting trends. And I know this show, uh, this year's show at uh, Luxury Block was a major success. Just how many, uh, how many people did you man manage to gather, to get together there at the uh, Mandarin Oriental in, in Prague? 
Yeah, so we were aiming 55 to 55 at the end because the borders didn't open up even for UK. You know, UK travelers couldn't um, go to Europe. And um, so we ended up with 46 suppliers and 55 travel agents. Um, and we already have like half of the suppliers coming back next year. So big success. And I hope to grow not too much. This is not um, our aim, but to have about 60, 60 next year would be good. Just really, you know, keeping it very familiar in a way. Well, I know everybody I spoke to was very um, th thrilled with the event. So, so uh, hopefully we'll get a chance to come back again next year. Gabriella, thanks for taking some time to talk to us today. Thank you, Richard. Thank you so much. You know, you can always count on me. <laughs> well, now it's time to hear from luxury travel guru, Mary Gostolo, who takes us to Dorset. Hello, this is Mary Gostolo. This week I am enthusing about Summer Lodge Country House Hotel, Restaurant and Spa in the quintessentially English county of Dorset. It's now got 25 rooms and when I say now, it has added in the decades since I last came here the most beautiful 83 square metre garden suite which has a private garden, a real log fire and an original Matisse. In fact, it has now been so brought up to date that it's a delight for any age and it was so fabulous, it is so fabulous to see that Summer Lodge is now no longer the magnet for older age group but there are lots of young millennials there and in the sun when I was there a couple of days ago there were early 20s lying in the vegetable garden sunbathing intentionally they were actually right by the spa and there's a beautiful spa with a big indoor swimming pool that you can swim in any time but if you want a treatment you have to book up at least a month ahead now and in fact like anywhere in UK if you want a room you more or less have to forget it because all the rooms are taken it has so much to offer it's now owned by South African entrepreneurs Stanley and B. Tolman who own, amongst other things, Red Carnation Hotels. When they saw this particular hotel, they fell in love with it and they bought most of the encompassing Evershot Village too. So it's a delight. You go there to rest and relax in one of the bedrooms. You go there to wander the gardens. You play croquet, you play tennis, you walk the local village, you can go cycling, you can admire at least 20 enormous brightly coloured koi in what Stanley Tolman calls his secret pond. And you can go to learn about Floribanda too. I coincided with a day course on dahlia, on dahlias actually. There are people coming in to learn and just to admire and to have food. I was also amazed at a living sundial, fully eight metres across, 
The hours and the central markers are all formed of exactly cut box bushes and the time changes twice a year. Come here for the food and for the wine. Very impressive wine. Strasbourg sommelier Eric Schweibel is UK's representative for Best Sommelier of Europe in 2021. He has over 1,600 wines in his cellar and his lists are impressively stocked also with Madeira, Masala, Port and still wines are similarly available by the glass or by the full bottle. You can even try a 1999 Chateau de Fargue Sauterne. And there are over 300 whiskies and dozens of gins. Here's an idea. Instead of sipping an icy G&T, try Conquer Dorset Gin as the marinade for Cornish Monkfish Ceviche. To coincide with Chef Stephen Tipman's local dishes, go on to Jurassic Coast Brill with sweetest ever Isle of Wight tomatoes and finish with an elderflower espuma. The house, by the way, goes back to at least 1789 and at some point Thomas Hardy, the famous writer who was also an architect, added an extension that included at ground level a window large enough for the then owner's donkey to wander in and out. Now, however, that beautiful room has original portraits. Oh, there's so much to do. If the sun's not shining, curl up inside by one of the dozens of real log fires throughout the building and wallow in history, art and hardback books that range from Coro to, say, Okavango Delta's Safari Lodge, the newest beauty in the Tolman's Red Carnation portfolio. And you might find that the co-general managers, South African Jack McKenzie, who started here as a chef, and his wife Alex, a history of art graduate and a local fashionista, are there to talk more about the beauty of Summer Lodge Country House Hotel. Thanks, Mary. That just about wraps up this edition of World Travel Essential, brought to you in association with Forbes Travel Guide and ShareCare and produced by Allmont Global. This is Richard Barnes saying thanks for joining me. Looking forward to catching you again same time next week. 